Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. I've never been checked so hard in my life. This guy's like four years older than me, by the way. And I'm a freshman. I'm 14 at the time. I got. I specifically remember it was the Coke slushy. I got that shit right. Very I good. filled it up to the top. This dude standing in front of me is like, give me your Coke. And I'm like, who are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no. And I'm moving past this fool. I <laughs> shit you not. Slaps me. <laughs> in my face. This little 13 year old fat Korean kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, not funny. I don't know why we're laughing. He just slaps me, right? Damn. Wow. And I look at him. <laughs> my eyes start tearing up. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, in five, four, three, two, fucking one. There's oh, three shit. cameras. I don't even know where to look at. This is like a weird energy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another different. episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. This is a new location that we're trying out. We don't know if it's going to stick, but I think it looks fucking good. Yeah, I think it's dope. fantastic. Looks great. We have two very special <laughs> dumbass guests here. We got yeah, Nick man. the Ear, Laker boy. Laker boy. Dark skinned Southeast Asian. Bang. Penis is darker than his face. For sure. All sack the same color as his nipples. What? <laughs> hey, I, I hear no lies, bro. Uh, this guy's five for five right uh, now. Out the gate. And Hell then, of yeah. course, we have Patrick.T.Riley. The T stands for Tomas. In case you guys don't know, he's fucking Mexican, bro. All day. What about the color of his Don't nips? leave your catalytic converters available. <laughs> yeah. He's stealing all of them. He's getting the fucking copper inside. <laughs> that's, his, that's his hustle, bro. That's what I Besides comedy, he steals catalytic yeah. converters. So you guys have a Honda element, just know your catalytic converters gone, <laughs> yeah, dude. Gone. Next door, that's me, baby. <laughs> stealing all those all shit. All you hear is fucking just loud ass exhaust and somebody going, Tomas. That's Tomas. him. All the way. My white ass. Yep. Well, <laughs> welcome to 2020. 20- 
22, baby. Yeah. That's a lot of 20s. That's, a, that's too many that's 20s. That's a lot of 20s. We'll yep. take it. 2020, 2022. And the world is fucking crumbling. Everybody Bang. is dying. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? So, <laughs> has no heart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? What? Betty White passed away. Yeah. Did you guys love Betty White? I liked her. I mean, I she was cool as fuck, but I don't. I didn't know enough about her. Every time I saw her, she was one of those people that made me happy every time I saw her. Yeah. I didn't Funny. know anything about her, but I was like, damn, Betty White's here. Like, dope, Betty White. You know what's fucked up? So I guess they already had this whole series of them. Uh, I think it was like People's Magazine was going to celebrate her turning into a 100. Yeah. So I went to go watch Spider-Man the the movie mm-hmm. and they had a commercial for saying come celebrate with me <gasps> on my 100th birthday Betty White but she already passed Dang. away oh she had died but oh. they were already rolling the ads in the oh, theaters oh no she passed away which Damn. is so fucking sad man that's so crazy she passed away she right like, when she dead. hit 100 right was it 100 that I don't think she didn't hit 100 yet no. idiot oh shit that's why it's sad dummy my bad <laughs> she's 99 man. years old and then she passed away before she hit 100 <laughs> that's Damn. fucked up yep but you know what? At least she made it to 99. That's Not, a big accomplishment. Yeah, nobody cares about the fucking what coulds, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's be optimistic. Nobody cares about if she could make she, it or couldn't make it. She had a great life. She was a good 99, though. Like, think about being 99 years old. Even the fact that she could film that commercial and, like, could stand and shit. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. Wild. If I'm living till 99, just kill me. I can't. Well, actually, it depends. Because but what if you're like Betty White 99, though? Where do you think it starts falling off is my question. If I can't choose steak, that's when I die. Because mm. I can't do it. So I'd say like 80. 80. <laughs> My 80? grandpa lived till he was 97. You don't think Betty White be consuming steak like later in her years? So I guess she wasn't record. There wasn't any like recordings of her in her later years. There's just her being. There's like photos of people like helping her out of her car and stuff. But she uh. could walk and stuff like that. But she needed assistance from somebody else just in case she fell or something. But there hasn't been like an actual recording of her in the last like three or four years. That's so, true. I mean, she's 99 years old. Yeah. The only people that I know that are like 99 and are still very functional are like Japanese people. That's very true. Like Japanese live the longest. Dude, Joe's going to live to a thousand years. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's getting younger now. He's Benjamin Button. He for real. When that fool had COVID, he didn't even know. He had like no symptoms. Wow. He was perfectly fine. He, I don't think you think he had sniffles. Those Japs, man, they're strong. I got that's a racial term, bro. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it is. Is Japs a racial term? World you can't, you can't like say a, a racist World War II. Hey, those zipper heads, dude. <laughs> zipper heads. I just shortened it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what they were doing, too. No, Jap, I think Jap is a, a I'm bringing racial, it back, bro. It's I'm racial, you can't bring it, it back. Is. I think it's racially derogatory. There's like newspapers right, saying bad. that shit. It's like the N-word for Japanese people. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Well, wow. what, if a, what if a dark Asian man says it? Dark Asian man. I don't think you could say it at all. I'm wear, I'm head to toe wearing Uniqlo, dog. There's a homie. Uh, <laughs> I don't get credits. For, I don't get points for this. Is that all Uniqlo right now? Just just the pants and the shirt. So not really the feet, but like, you know, mid shin up. uniqlo out. Pretty good. Your the socks shirt was $20, are, yo. You know what I mean? This is a good shirt. Your socks are endangered though, huh? Yeah, shout it's out to my boy cool. in, from Endangered LA. Well, is, endanger, is that a good brand? It's a, she sells shoes in, uh, in Pasadena. Oh, okay. to my boy, Darren, shout out. Wait, is Darren. it a, a consignment store? I don't know what that, I don't know what you said to me, yeah. bro. What'd you call me? I didn't know what that was. <laughs> what you call me? You call me a consignment? Consignment store. Like, so people bring their kicks over and they can sell their kicks. Yeah. That's what he does. That's what he does. <laughs> you, you sound so unsure. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what consignment meant. I thought you consignment called me something like, rude, yo. It's like Riff LA. You have you been to Riff LA? Yeah. Nah. So Riff, you fucking geezers. I've been, I've been, I've been to Riff LA. What yeah. the fuck is Riff LA? Riff I'd rather LA go is a, to is Endangered LA though. <laughs> you, right? know, uh, Darren? you know, like uh, stores, like online stores, like Goat, uh, StockX. So basically people 
they buy their shoes whatever for whatever price that they have it, and they sell it for a higher price. And they'll do it on Goat, uh, StockX. Uh, fucking have you never grailed. heard of this before? I never heard of this in my life. Really? Yeah. Uncultured brute. What's up with you, man? <laughs> brute. Life. You uncultured <laughs> brute. You never oh, heard brute. of like so? If you see those show, uh, sh- uh, stores with all those shoes like wrapped up in plastic, those are consignment stores. So everybody brings their shoes there to sell it to somebody else. Okay. Pat's Got not it. really a sneaker head though. I'm really not. Man, he just, have he like just fucking pair of shoes. beats up Chris Sosa every day, dude. Ah. <laughs> oh, we never let that yeah, down. I'm not even it in 2022. We're still nope, bringing it back. 2022, I got to let Chris know you came into that ring like a fat fuck. <laughs> you looked like you had six kids and a fucking cigarette addiction. You know, I think uh, I think Chris Sosa doesn't like me ever since. I don't think he, he hasn't talked to us since that fight. You know why? I think he got beat. Yeah, because every time he looks at you, he gets mad. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. When's the last time you talked to him? Have you talked to him? The other day. See, he goes on. I message him all the time. No text back. Yeah, yeah. you do? Hey, friend. No, yeah. you don't. You don't text him. I text him all the time. What did you text him last time? What did you say? I was like, hey, Chris, are you still mad at me? No, no response. No response. Huh? No response. Chris. Right. Did you call him Poppy, though? I said Toma at the end. Right. I said Toma. Toma. <laughs> no, Chris is doing, do- I mean, he, he has a studio now out in Houston. I think he's opening up a recording studio there. Um, we're planning to do a quick little stand-up show in March. Though. Oh, tight. Pending on the, the, the Omarion variant. You know who we should get? My good friend who's also a comedian named Patrick Riley. We should oh. also do that show. Oh, Pat's, Pat's coming for sure, dude. And guess who's opening for us, dude? Oh. This guy right here. You have hey, to. Nick, do a set right now. Five, I want to see go. Nick's first stand-up set. And I want you to start it off with two guys walking to a bar. Here we go. I, I, I don't think I have anything important to say. Start it. I don't give a fuck. You're on the podcast. Two guys walking to a bar. That's how you're going to start Dude, your Dude, no stand-up starts with two guys walking to a bar. Two guys walk into a bar. Let's Why am go. I so sweaty right now? <laughs> it's it's <Go>. happening. <laughs> 2022, you're a new man. You're going to own up to this. You're going to do your first stand-up set. Here we go. Is there a class I could take? Yes, there is. Okay, what, what are the it's comedy a class of rules? Hard knocks. You get no classes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> go. So, uh, you ever notice when uh, two two guys walk into a bar? Um, I want to say Jap's really bad. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the only yeah. thing I can think of. That's, your ace that's in the like, hole. oh, that's I can bring that back. You can bring us. But now back. I got to figure out a way where I make the two guys walk into the bar Japanese. Like what's well, easy? Two guys walking <laughs> to a bar. They're Japanese. Yeah, boom, <laughs> bang. There we go. Now and then Nick build. yells. <laughs> no, Nick yells. I'm not gonna yell that oh. because that is not okay. And I've learned that this is a racial slur, so I'm not gonna be ah. using this term anymore. Okay. And have you guys heard of the aristocrat joke? Yes. Yeah. What the fuck is that from? I don't know. It's I it don't is know. the craziest thing I've ever heard. I only heard of the aristocrat joke yesterday. Hey, yo, like, what's an aristocrat? The first time I heard it was, what's an aristocrat? Yeah, what's the definition of aristocrat? It's a movie about cats. (laughs) (laughs) And they're politicians. So, I mean, just speaking of that joke, R.I.P. Bob Saget. Bob Saget. So I I saw a video. That was his movie, right? Wasn't it? Was it? The Cats? Well, I no, not not aristocrat. The the aristocrat joke. Like, I remember that was, I don't remember, I remember... And there was a documentary where they follow a bunch of different comedians and they tell their version of the aristocrats joke. Right. Which is all the whole point of the bit is they do all this crazy wild shit. And at the very end, they go, where are the aristocrats? Like, that's the yeah, whole punchline. So I, I just don't right. understand it. Like, what, what does that mean? I think I it has to go back to with what aristocrat is. 
I think it's not, I think it's funny because it doesn't make sense. Like, I think that's the whole point of it. You just or, lead somebody down this like crazy, filthy thing because it gets crazier and crazier and crazier. People sample. pissing and shitting on each other. Yeah, the so dad if you guys, fucking everybody in the ass. So if you guys haven't seen it, just look up the aristocrat joke and you'll see a bunch of comedians do it like almost in an anthology. Mm-hmm. So for example, RIP Bob Saget, we'll talk about that. But Bob Saget, um, he did like a seven minute version of it mm-hmm. where Bob Saget's just like, okay, there's a mother and a father and they all want to have a fucking orgy with their kids. He, he rips off his wife's clothes and he rips off her pubes and the blood is going down her leg and then he starts f- fucking her face with his fat cock yeah. and said his daughter mm-hmm. comes in he slaps her in the face and she's like I want to suck your dick so he starts face fucking his daughter yeah, very and then after so that style. his son comes around and then his son he starts fucking his son in the ass and he's in pain so he starts throwing up into the daughter's mouth and, and it just goes on and yeah. on and it's the most disgusting shit you ever hear of it. and he just goes the aristocrats yeah, yeah we're the aristocrats yeah. and yeah, that's, that's the, the joke bit. that's the bit the bit is that it does it's it's like, what the fuck was and that? What did you just do to me for so long? Yeah. It's the craziest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't, I don't fucking get it at all. But the first time I saw it was Gilbert, the dude with the voice. Gilbert got it. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking hey, about yo, that yeah. today. Yeah. Yo, check this out. I'm about to blow your fucking penis off right now. Right, dude. Nice. You guys hear if I get a zipper go down it's suddenly? Like, what zip? the hell? Wow. Oh, shit. That's not Gilbert Gottfried's real voice. What do you mean? So, you know, the, Iago voice, the uh-huh. vo- you know, hi, I'm Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, yeah, that's not his real voice. You don't talk like this. Bro. He doesn't talk what like that. Like, like, like this, like like this, like this. What do you mean, like a fucking weddle? Like, no, <laughs> no, he just has a normal speaking voice. But I, I saw him on. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast. He did the I whole know. thing. So he just does that all the time. He, so it's a bit. He's been doing this character wow. for forty fucking years. That's, no that's not Gilbert Gottfried's voice. How have you have you seen a clip of him? Yes, there's a. So if what? he was one of the like original SNL cast members, so if you look at him in his original sketches, it's just his regular voice. There's also this clip that everybody can look up online. Look up, just Google uh, Howard Stern, Gilbert Gottfried. Mm. And he's being interviewed and there's a voice message that Gilbert Gottfried's leaving somebody and they play it. And it's the most regular shit you'll ever hear in your life. No way, Disappointing, dude. isn't it? 40 years, he kept wow. it up. Wow. In interviews, he was literally on the Joe Rogan podcast yeah. and he was doing the voice. The whole time. Yeah. Joe, when I was doing stand-up comedy back in my day, you know, and I'm like, whoa, dude. That's insane. What a level of fucking commitment to and just he does like, it so well. It just sounds like natural. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't sound like he's putting on a character, but that's not his voice. So when he talks normally, are his eyes still squinted too? No, he just actually just pulls it back. Is, like he, this. is he talking like this all the time? Or is he talking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't he part Asian? No, he's like, he's not Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider's like Filipino, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's Filipino. I don't, Joe, know, I don't know what the fuck that fool is. I think he's Jewish. He's, yeah, mm. I think God. I think mm. if you have a freed at the end, you're yeah. you're Jewish or a field. Yeah, like or Steen. Seinfeld. Steen. Steen. Steen's yeah. one, huh? Yeah. Steen or Stein. Steen. Stein. Right. Steen. Yeah. yeah, but I think he's. Oh, I think he's Jewish. <laughs> he has a he has a documentary on Amazon about him, and you can hear his regular speaking voice. He's been doing this character for forty years. How do you wow. feel about this? Does that bother you? It kind of fucked me up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's it's. Uh, I don't want to say disappointing, but it is kind of like, what <laughs> the fuck? Dude? Like, I want to know why. Like, why Why did you do this? Yeah, why? Because I'm pretty sure all of his jokes would have been funny with or without the voice. With or without the voice. And the voice is like, to a lot of people, very fucking annoying too. So it's not like it's a, like not to me, but like I've met yeah. a lot of people who've been like, fuck, I don't want like that guy's talking. He's, he's, <laughs> you he, know, it's not like a. He was the uh, Aflac duck. Yeah, Aflac. Oh, he's the Aflac. He's the Aflac duck guy. Didn't he do a poo from Simpsons too? 
No. No. Nah, no, it's AI. Yeah, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Hank Azaria is the guy. Yeah, but they're God. they're not even. I heard like Apu's not even on uh, uh, Simpsons anymore. Yeah, yeah he, well, that guy like he he felt bad that he was taking like a Indian an Indian role. person could have had that role and he like he quit. Were Indian people really upset? I mean, I can imagine so. Yeah, I, I bet there was a, a certain group. I bet you there was a lot of white people that were upset about it too. <laughs> and that's, that's what's hair. fucking annoying. That's the most annoying yeah. part. Is yeah, that. What's what's come to America when we can't have a fucking white guy imitate an Indian guy for fucking fifty years on television? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know why. I guess as an Asian, I didn't really find it offensive. Maybe because it was so good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Would you be mad if there was a Korean character on Simpsons and he was played by a white guy? But well, very, exactly, stereotypical, very stereotypical. Very stereotypical. He came through and he was like, oh, hero. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm a number one. It's a Korea. If, 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 if a white guy did that, yeah. I wouldn't care as long as it's accurate. Isn't yeah. that kind of more impressive anyway? When yeah. like somebody that's not your race that could do an accent that well. Hey, it's Russell, like, hey, that's it's, like, that's good acting. That's pretty good. That's hey, good acting. I can't be mad at it. Yeah. Russell Peters did such a good fucking like Cantonese Chinese accent. So good. Oh yeah. Nobody could say shit because he understood like the cultural nuance. Yeah. Right. So when he was making all these jokes, it wasn't at the expense of Chinese people. It was, it was an inside was, joke. It was an inside joke. Mm. And that's what he did really well. This po- Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. My lovely genius brain farts. This podcast is brought to you by Fume. Ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest in flip-flops? Yeah, we've been there too. But here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. It's not about giving up. It's about switching up, baby. Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. What is Fume, you ask? Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device that does just that. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy that makes replacing your bad habit easy. I keep one in my car just because I'm a fidgety guy. And guess what? I'd be puffing on that delicious herbal tea vapor, my friends. Nothing bad for you in there. And definitely, definitely fun to use. My friends, start the year off right with the good habit by going to tryfume.com slash genius and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving the listeners of the show 10% off when they use my code genius to help make starting the good habit that much easier. Start the good habit at tryfume.com slash genius to save 10% off the journey pack today. 
podcast is brought to you by Babbel, my friends. My lovely genius brain farts at the top of my list is learning a new language and it's going to be with Babbel, my friends. I ain't no chancy ass motherfucker. I only do my stuff with Babbel, the learning language app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. My friends, I am trying to learn Spanish the best that I can and I do it with my Babbel, baby. Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons for real world use and let me tell you something i love Babel because it teaches you the language in the way that i want to learn you know if you guys took spanish in high school or any other foreign language they kind of teach you in a way that a lot of people don't use or speak the language and that's the most annoying part because i'll be you know outside in the real world thinking that you know this is how people speak and they don't and it gets all confusing and i get embarrassed and i get with a shy plus Babel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent my friends not like the way i just said my English words right now, but you get the gist of it. So right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use promo code GB. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code GB. Babbel, language for life. Well, I, I, like for me too, like let's say the, the guy who does a Korean accent is a white guy, but it's so accurate. I'm, I'd be busting I'd be laughing, dude. Yeah. Andrew Santino when he does when he like when he's fucking around with Bobby Lee, like it's his, his accent that shit's funny as fuck. That's pretty funny. Have you seen Andrew Santino uh, live on his stand up? I have. Did you like it? I did. I haven't seen him yeah. live before, but I saw his. I saw some of his clips. I, I like him as a podcaster better than as a stand up comic. The what the the you're talking about the Amazon special that he has? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. I don't remember it actually, but I need to rewatch it. Fucking disrespectful. Nah, I, I, I don't remember if I liked it. It was a long time ago I seen it. But I don't remember if I really liked it or not. But I feel like nowadays watching stand up on like at home just kind of doesn't I think across the board doesn't really hit that you, well you, anymore. It has to be so. There, there's, there's definitely it's better live. Always. Yeah, for sure. Stand up is sure. always better live, but there are, but that's when you know that, like, because Chappelle's special still, even if I'm watching yeah. my home or a dude, Elephant in the Room, Patrice O'Neill. I've seen it so many times. It yeah. doesn't matter. I'm fucking dying. Yeah, what is that too? Because the like, whole time, I know certain people. So, for example, like a lot of people shit on Kevin Hart, but I've seen Kevin Hart live three times. Live, he was hella funny. Yeah, I saw that same set on TV and I didn't laugh. Yeah, so I don't know what the fuck it is, but when I when I watched, um, I forgot which set it was, but <clears throat> I was in tears laughing. Live, it was so fucking hilarious. Yeah. And then for some reason, his comedy doesn't translate very well when it's recorded. It's yeah, completely different. Like I don't understand why though. There's mm. like an energy thing that happens like when you're live and you just I think you just hop on the ride a little quicker with when you're there in person, but also too. I've seen other specials like Louis C.K. Like, oh my God. Like, I don't know if you, the, where he's in the round. He's like in the yeah, round. Yeah, he's yeah, wearing yeah. Blue polo. The first time I saw it on TV, I didn't think it was that funny. But that, the more I watch it, the funnier I think it is. Mm. That one, so sometimes that happens to me too, where like I'll watch one for the first time. I'm like, ah, and then I watch it again and again. And each time it gets better and better. I don't know why that that's happened to me too, but Chappelle's just one of those guys that just has magic. It's funny yeah. no matter what, it's all no matter across what. the board. He's so prolific. That's why too. Like he commands the, oh, because prolific. it's Chappelle. He, he <laughs> kind of for, for a living. He, he, he wow. commands the room a little bit. Even when you're in your living room, like everyone is glued to whatever he's saying. Yeah. Cause you know, he's going to have some like, the way he wraps up his points are just, it's so like different. He's so interesting unique. no matter what. Like yeah, even yeah, if yeah. it's not funny, you're still like, damn, this guy's making great points. He's very wise. Yeah. The way he talks is very like calm and soothing. It's, he's just got all the elements blended together you know, perfectly. You know, just to wrap it back to like Bob Saget, <clears throat> I've been watching, you know, all the, all the, the up comics that I follow, 
I had no idea how much, and I don't, it doesn't feel like people are talking about Bob Saget just because he passed away. They're saying nice things. Yeah. Like it sounds like he was super loved. Like everybody has an amazing story about him. Mm-hmm. Freaking, uh, Nick, was it Nikki Glacier? Glacier? Glacier. Glacier. Like the, like the ice thing. Glacier. Yeah. Nikki Glacier. Glacier. Yeah. Um, she said multiple nice things about him, had multiple posts about him. Miss Pat fucking Dang. said amazing things about him. Yeah, Joe she's Rogan. so funny too. And the crazy thing about that is too, is like, he seems super low key. It doesn't seem like a lot mm-hmm. of people really know Bob Saget very well, aside from the full house thing, yep. but comics know him as the comic guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a comedian's yeah. comedian. Like everyone seemed like they really liked him. Like he, I, I don't, I don't remember one of his bits, but I remember a long time ago, he had like a comedy central half hour special and I was watching it. I remember it was so fucking funny, but once again, don't remember anything from it. So I guess it's time to revisit that shit. Huh? He was super, After he's dead. You fucking dick. Yeah, dude. Pay tribute. Yo, so the next time Pay I tribute. see Bob's like, Oh, that's right. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. <laughs> and I remember anytime he plays himself on a TV show, he always like plays like a, a super asshole. Like hmm. I remember he was on like entourage or some shit and he played like a crazy, like, sex addict motherfucker and yeah. would you imagine like oh that's fucking full house guy that's the dad yeah that's the father well danny tanner danny i didn't tanner. know i didn't know he was because I, I only seen him on full house and then the first time i saw a special like his stand crazy it's just dirty yeah, like yeah, my yeah. dick balls suck from the back ass like he's vietnamese <laughs> hey my dick ball suck from the ass man <laughs> hey don't worry man this is me bob saget <laughs> it's bob saget man don't worry don't worry don't man worry. hey welcome to I'm Bob hey, Saget. Don't, 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 like, don't worry. Don't worry. Bob Saget. Sick, sick that big ball for the fucking fat ass. <laughs> Crowd's going nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Joe yeah. Rogan in the back. Ah, I had no idea. He takes off his man. Do man, motherfucker. What the fuck you know me, man? Sick that ball for the back ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, like it's a comedian genius. No, damn. I know that special that you were talking about. It's the one that everybody was talking about because he hadn't just... done a stand up special in so long. Everybody knew him as Danny Tanner, the wholesome fucking yeah. dad. Bro, he yeah. was on America's Home Video. That's yes. what I was going to say. Either that yeah, or dude. that. Yeah, exactly. America's fucking home funny. How whatever hard the fuck. was that for him to, to, to be this character and this image when that's not who he is? Yeah. He, he was telling the story. I think he was on Joe Rogan's uh, podcast and he was talking about. Um, the opportunity that came up with Full House. And it just, I think everybody thought that, what the fuck, how is he going to do this? This yeah. isn't Bob Saget. Yeah. And then, but it became literally the biggest like family television show ever. Next to like Full House, Fresh Prince, uh, uh, Family Matters. And it's like that iconic area. Yeah. They were all so good too. I remember all for different reasons. I remember hearing him tell stories about how when he, so he got big, obviously, off of Full House. And then people started coming to his shows, but he was like half the room would stay and like half the room would just walk <laughs> the fuck out. Because they were like, oh, let's go see. The-. It's like family people like, oh, he's going to do a nice show. And then he comes out Vietnamese. And, <laughs> and they're like, fuck. Like, I don't get this. This is a tribal <laughs> go. Why is he doing this accent? <laughs> I know. Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> Why is he talking like that? I know. You know yeah. what's funny? Come. Come taste funny. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Come huh? taste funny, man. <laughs> Wake up in the morning feeling like a P. Duty, man. Damn. <laughs> That had to be so funny though, and it, that was there was no internet back yeah, then, so it was like true. people like people would learn on one show at a time. <laughs> it wasn't like a, a big show would happen and the word would get on on Twitter. Like people had to just learn 
one show at a time. So yeah. it took years for yeah. the word to completely get out that he comes out and just talks about wild ass shit. Like this is who Bob Saget is. And then, yeah, exactly. And you had all these like fine dining type people in there. I <laughs> was just like, holy shit, this was talking about fucking hookers in the ass and all kinds of crazy shit. Would you, you do that boy. though? What? It's like somebody came up. It's like, I want to put you on the sitcom and you have to play this wholesome father figure. Yeah, I would do it. Dude, I think you could. I think you. I think you, you kind of resemble the next Bob, Bob Saget. Bam, dude. bam. If you, if you threw some, if you threw some glasses on, oh, you're Vietnamese and he's a fucking trailer trash white guy now. Yeah, dude. Bam Saget. Bam Saget. <laughs> that's pretty fucking good, bro. Yeah, hey, that's your demo right there, I, motherfucker. I Bob so don't don't shit on my your demo, okay? <laughs> oh, my bad, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Bam Saget. I think you could be that guy. I could be Bob Saget. With that sweater, that Bob Saget looking this, sweater. This is I feel like Ben Affleck. Wear. This is one Ben Affleck smoking the cigarette. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, he's like, fuck, this that sweater, dog. Dude, the best part is that sweater. Speaking of, it. the fucking, that green room thing where it was Bob Saget and Patrice O'Neill just, Patrice oh, O'Neill yeah. ripping into Dude. Bob Saget. How good was that? The best. That shows the shit, too. It's called Green Room, I think. With uh, I think it's called Green Room. I don't yeah, remember. I, I think it is. Why did that show not continue? It's literally the best show ever. Because Comics Unleashed took it over. That's why. The worst show ever. That was a way better show. <laughs> Comics Unleashed was the worst. It was my favorite. It's basically they go before the show and they go, hey, do you have a bit that you yeah. want to perform? Hey, uh, I'll Patrick, ask you a question. Heard you had a had a funny story with coconut water. <laughs> and then you tell your fucking bit. It was yeah. so bad that the way they would set it up. They're like, blah, blah, blah. They're chopping it up. And they're like, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, when when it rains in LA. <laughs> <laughs> and they like, and then Pat would have to do his, his reigns and in like, LA I bit. Like, oh my God, this is terrible. Oh, that sucks. What was the, was that, was that sh- comics unleashed when that fan got ripped into? No, that was, no, uh, that's tough every crowd. show he's on. Tough crowd with Colin Quinn. Oh, okay. that show was a shit. That was like podcast before podcasting. And that's Bob what's Saget like the worst guy. That fan dude. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did jack his shit. He ripped them off. He ripped off. He's on like, Oh, I like this shit. Dude, that fan performs at like open mic sometimes around here. Like there's one in Pasadena. He's at a lot. And like I've seen him at the fourth still wall. still doing stand up? Yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of, it's kind of, I haven't seen him. No, but just say how you feel, yeah, bro. It's kind of what? The vibe is just kind of like, I haven't seen him. good. But it's just like, it's just kind of weird vibes. Yeah, you know? I, I don't think you could do that acting. Does he still do the same act? I haven't seen him, but I'm just saying the way like, like, so there'll be a flyer and it'll be like all these girls and then that fan. Oh, you and think then he's like, being and creepy then, guy. And then, yeah, it's just kind of weird. Mm. I don't I don't know for sure, but I've heard some people interact with him too. Really? What do Dudes, they say? Dudes, actually, not girls. Dudes. What do they say? They're just like, ah, it seems kind of weird and I, I mean, I'm That's talking they say, shit, I guess. That's all they say? <laughs> we need to get him on this podcast. Dude, you should. He's around. He's local. He's around. And then Bobby Lee's going to kill me. <laughs> like, Bobby. I haven't had Bobby on the podcast. And well, then tell, I get dude, have Bobby Lee on it. Huh? Bobby Lee hates Def Ann. Oh, dude, they're like mortal enemies. Oh, man. really? Yeah, dude, on his podcast, openly on Tiger Belly in the beginning episodes, he would just shit on Dat Fan all the time. Why? I don't know. I think it's like his arch nemesis. Okay. I think he just, I don't know what it is, but there's something mm. about them too. But there's a lot of like Asian comics that feel a certain way about that fan. Mm. And I think maybe it's because he does too much of his, his mom Vietnamese bit. Cause that's all he does though. Yeah. That's literally, it. I kind of want to see his act now. I don't, I don't, I, it's been so long. Like he's got, he's, he, he's, he's got to have some new material. Mixed dude. it up. Yeah. Or just different up. scenarios with his mom. More yeah, scenarios. But then, you know, to that argument too, then so does Joe Coy. Every, Every set that Joe Coy does is about his Filipino mom and nobody's yeah. giving him shit. Yeah. But then again, Joe Coy is actually really funny. Though. Joe Coy is funny. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, Joe Coy doesn't just depend on the voice too to be funny. True. You he's just I mean? funny in general. It's just there's different situations that involve his mom that exactly. are funny. Exactly. You know? Because mm. maybe he's like relying too much on the accent and we kind of just get sick of it. 
Well, that's like the kind of the punchline, you yeah. know, it's just the fun that he just does that. The accent. Uh, yeah, and people yeah, are yeah, 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 yeah. Cause I love Joe Coy. Joe Coy is fucking Joe Coy is the shit. Like he's like one of those people, whenever he does his mom, it's like the, it's the bit that's funny. It's not that his mom yeah. is the accent's funny yeah, itself. Right. It's just, that's how his mom and talks. And a lot of times he doesn't even like, I mean, I know I'm sure he does a voice, but like a lot of times that I, that I remember, it's not even like him doing it. It's just like the situation or whatever the fuck happened is funny. Yeah, like it's be, not just like people the, ask too. It's like, do you care if ca- like comics do like Asian accents? It's like, no, I think that's a part of our shit. If we grew up with that, that's how the people we were around sound like. If that's how my friends sound like, then yeah. But <clears throat> Is the joke funny? Yeah. You know, yeah, is it funny? The funny part should never be the accent. It's just an, an accent to what it is. Like, this is how my mom speaks. Like, if I imitate yeah. my mom, right? I'm not going to imitate her with an English accent. She doesn't have one. Yeah. It's fucking North Korean <laughs> shit. North, <laughs> North Korean. <laughs> that would actually be funnier if in real life you were like, oh, this is what my mom says. And you speak like a regular English you dude, know, my accent. My mom is so disrespectful, dude, because I went back to Sacramento uh, uh, for a Christmas, right? I forget uh, how many times this woman tells me to kill myself. Like That's like her tells you to kill that line. What does that sound like in, in Korean? She said, well, if you say like a very like casual way, it would just be like tija. Tija means like to go fuck off and die. Mm. So fuck she, off and die. That's a yeah. casual way. Yeah. <laughs> fuck off and die. Like even the way she talks about, like I didn't realize growing <laughs> up that these specific things were not normal. Mm. So for example, like she would say, like she forgot to water the plants. As you go, that means like this fucking plant just fucked off and died. So it's not a common thing to say, but she didn't teach me the shit. So I come out to LA, I'm in K-Town and I'm talking like a fucking gangster because that's how my mom talks. And so I'm getting, I'm embarrassed now. Yeah. Oh, so that's gangster talk. So huh? you don't fucking say a plant just fucks off and dies. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty funny. You know, that's pretty aggressive. That's yeah, like, which is, there's no fuck off in it, but it's, that's how aggressive it sounds, mm, right? And you could ask like, any Korean person. Rash. They don't ever, exactly. They don't say a plant just, you know, They'll be like, what does that mean? Chugosa means like it died. Chugosa. But Tijosa is like, slang. I like that. That's a hard. Yeah. So my mom, and like, here's a, here's a fucking, (laughs) when you go back home to like, we started talking about my aunts, right? So my dad has two older sisters. It's, it's so hilarious when I look back at the stuff that they would do. Like to me at the time when I was looking at it, it's not a big deal, but when you compare your life to other people's family lives, this yeah. stuff doesn't fucking happen. Mm-hmm. So one time my aunt, for whatever reason it was, I don't remember what happened, but my my oldest aunt from Korea flew to the United States after her husband passed away to ask my father for forgiveness for something that she did in the past. So she's feeling a lot of regret. Mm. It's very noble. And by the way, Korean people, if you don't know, are very dramatic. So she's like <laughs> literally on the floor sobbing. Wow. Like begging for forgiveness. And my dad's just staring at her. So I don't know what happened between them. And I remember this as a kid. And then the next day, like everything's super fine. But she also has a younger sister, my dad's older sister, the, the middle child. <clears throat> the next day I see them <clears throat> and I see my aunt come in. Her hair's all frayed. My other aunt has a scratch on her face and the one of them has like a black eye. I'm like, what happened? They're like, we got in a fight in the car on the way here. Whoa. <laughs> in the car. Yeah. And then I see the side of her hair. There's a loogie in her head. So oh, oh, shit. spit in her fucking hair. Holy as, shit. At the, still in there. They're driving. She's driving to the house. <laughs> so she's attacking her as she's fucking <laughs> shitting on her, bro. You're going to kill me. <laughs> you know? God damn. This is, and, and you know, and, it's weird as a kid, I heard this story and I'm just like, I, and yeah, I just like, moved on. But as an adult, I'm like, that's not normal. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't be doing stuff like that. Your aunties don't be fighting the car like that? 
Nah, dude, not like that. This podcast is brought to you by Adam and Eve, my friends. What should be your New Year's resolution? It should be getting better boom boom. Better sex. A little shubloink. I think <laughs> I think that's the word for sex, my friends. Listen, if you haven't been to adamandeve.com, they got just about everything for you to get that little shablau blau on, baby. We got lingerie. We got vibrators. Sex toys. Women's sex toys. Men's sex toys. Bondage. Lubes. And sexual wellness. Listen, I know this might seem a little weird. It's like, why is, why is Genius Brain sponsoring this? Because guess what? We don't stray away from sexual exploration my friends let me tell you something adam and eve has your back and guess what genius brain has your back as well adam and eve is offering 50 percent off just about any item plus free shipping on your entire order don't say i never did nothing for you so when you have in that grain shababay think of me that's I want you to think I want you to really think of me. So just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Just enter offer code genius at checkout and you'll get 50% off almost any item. Go check out adamandeve.com today. Select one item and get 50% off including free shipping when you enter offer code genius. That's G E N I U S genius at adamandeve.com. Not like a fucking. Have you ever seen like one of your family members f- try to fight another family member? Like I've heard stories. I've heard stories. I've had stories like that too on my dad's side, especially like dudes would fight all the time. But I never seen it with my yeah. own eyes. You never. Um, I've. Let me tell you something, man. Like my family is very. I remember my uncle. So now he's kind of like he had a, he had a stroke, like a pretty severe stroke. So he's not the same as he used to be. And he's a really funny, goofy dude. But this mm. guy. <clears throat> used to have a temper problem. I, my, my oldest cousin, I remember I wasn't there, but I think my cousin ran away at this point because he threw a fucking meat cleaver at him. Damn. Oh, shit. So if you go to that old duplex, which the, I remember that this little slice in the, in the wall. <laughs> Holy shit. He chucked it at him and he missed him. Where the fuck do you get a meat cleaver from? Uh, and Asian people, we just, that's they what just we have. You yeah, just I got them, huh? We just got meat cleavers. One time I was a kid, Damn. my mom threatened me with a fucking meat cleaver because I was fucking around. I forgot what I was doing. Very, very over the top, but she fucking put a cleaver in my fucking face and was like, yo. In your face. You about to get it, dude. For real? Yeah, sliced. Dog. Do you remember what you did? I forgot. I was see fucking around a lot. Did she show you her bottom teeth? When people were putting like, uh. Yeah, she was, she she was, was ready to she go. Was, yeah, she dog, was ready you know to fucking so, slice what me always up. creeps me out when he posts a family picture and his sister is just him with long hair. I know. Yeah. Yeah, you guys look identical. It's the look craziest identical. thing ever. There's no difference. There isn't a we difference. We have the same face. Yeah. It's crazy. If you guys face swap, same picture. Same. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've done that app before and I look like my sister. Yeah. People have come up to me like random people I've never met in my life. And I go, hey, you got a sister? And I go, yeah. And, and then they say, is her name Ashley? That's my sister's name. And I go, yeah. She goes, yeah, I knew you. We were Ashley's sister. Same brothers. You guys, you're the same face. And it's people that she went to high school with that still come up to me to this day randomly. Like, oh, you have a sister named Ashley, huh? And I go, yep. <laughs> I, I I'm going to have it. him send a photo. It's, dude, it's, <laughs> it's say, Put it up right here in the middle. We yeah, have so, many different, up on his we have so right many different pictures of us where we're all like, oh God, this is the same exact face. There's nothing we could do about it. Do you guys look, I saw your mom. So do you guys look more like your dad? I guess. I think you guys look more like your dad. More combo of like my dad. My, my middle sister looks more like my mom. Yeah. Straight up. Like when she, they were little, when they were like, there was a picture of my mom when she was like 20 something. She looks just exactly like my sister. They're like standing the same and shit in this picture. Crazy. It's nuts. 
It's crazy. But, you know, I look just like. Is it always fucking weird for somebody who dates your sister and then they see you? <laughs> they're just like. And I'm always licking my lips and shit. Yeah, they're like, yeah, like, what the like, you want this fuck one too? is this? Like, hey, you're, you want the version with the you dick? You know what would be like. <laughs> Oh, what? You know what would be oh, really what? fucking funny if you're walking down the street and then somebody just comes up to you and they're like, you know what? You're brave. And they go, why? The sex change. <laughs> yeah. How'd you get taller? Yeah. Yeah. The That's sex change. You are brave. Yeah, bro. You know what? I we should. I should get my sister on here one day. And we, we just we just shoot the shit with her. She, she got some crazy stories about me too. I would love to hear it, dude. We should just have like you start on the podcast and then like get up at one. Just don't Transition. say anything. She sits down. <laughs> And then let's see how many people actually notice that that happens. If there's anybody that likes to set me on fire more than you guys, it's my sisters. Yeah. They love to fucking just roast me a new one, bro. Did you get bullied by your sisters oh, a lot? Dude, I got fucking, I'm so, I'm mentally, dist- like every time I see them, I get like weird What's flashbacks. What's the worst thing one of your sisters did to you? Hey, you know what? Okay. Okay. This is not the worst thing, but this is the type of shit I used to deal with where my sister, my oldest sister is seven years older than me. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time I came back home from high school. That was senior year. And I walked in the house just smelling like pot. I reeked like pot. And I I was with my boys and they were smoking in the car and I was with them. And I happened to partake as well. But I come home and my mom goes, you smell like pot. She's screaming at me. She's about to like kick my fucking ass. And I'm like, no, mom, I didn't. I I wasn't smoking. I swear they were just smoking. So I make up this whole fucking line. And I'm faded as shit. I'm so like I'm in bed. My heart's beating on my chest. My mom is yelling. All night. You don't even know if your mom is a green-eyed monster. <laughs> Dude, this fucking tentacled monster's yelling at me. I was tripping out so fucking hard. So the next morning, my sister comes up to me, my oldest sister, and she goes, bro, like you were smoking, huh? And I go, no, I wasn't. I kept holding this lie. I didn't. I wasn't smoking at all. And she goes, come on. like, just I won't say nothing. Like, I promise. What a bitch. So she got to me, bro. She, got, she, got, she, kept, she kept coercing me. And I go, yeah, I was smoking. Like, all right, just don't tell mom, all right? She goes, okay. Later that night, oh my mom goes, hey, uh, let me talk to you for a second in the kitchen. Like, walk in. Oh, that's the hood saying from a fuck you up, dude. Yeah. If somebody yeah. from the hood says, let me talk to you for a second, <sighs> you about to get fucked you're up. You're about to get knocked Damn. out. Damn. You're about to get jumped. So we're in the kitchen, and my mom goes, so uh, your sister told me that you were smoking <laughs> Oh, pot. my God, I was like, God, God damn, what a bro. Fucking, I can't hold anything. What a rat, I couldn't say anything. I don't know what she, I don't know. Maybe she thought in her mind that she needed to tell my mom that I was, like, smoking what? pot or whatever. But- that's so whack. My whole, my whole, my mom was super mad at me. My sister was like kind of annoyed with me too. My dad was like, ah, what are you going to do? He dad was high as fuck My too. dad was smoking pot our whole fucking childhood. <laughs> Wait, did you, how did you make amends with your sister after being a fucking narc? Yeah, dude. I don't. That's, that's why I don't tell him nothing, bro. I don't tell him shit. To this day, yeah, that's, they, a, they that's, know. A, that's a relationship killer. Because you literally bro. told her, fucking eyeball to eyeball, you guys had the same face. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> look at the mirror, bro. Yeah. Is that Ashley or Nicole? Yeah, it was my oldest sister. Oh. She's the one I look just like. And, and I was like, like listen, you, we you have the same face. This? I can trust wow. you. This is what's going to happen. Don't tell mom. And she goes, got it. And then she walked away. Hey, mom, let me tell you what this pot oh, is. <laughs> Your pothead son. Dude, yeah, pothead bro, she son. snitched on me hard. But they would do that. Sh- like, they would always, if I heard her from my mom, I would hear it from my two sisters. <laughs> if I heard it from my sister, I'd hear from my mom and then my other sister. I was constantly just getting fucking shit on growing up. But well, also, what was your payback? Did you ever fucking get them back? I, you know, I just fucking do my own thing. <laughs> you never got no. them back? Well, like, it's part of it is just like, what are you going to do? Are you an only child or you have siblings? Only child. You have any cousins? I have cousins, yeah. Did cousins ever fuck you over like that? 
Not like that. Well, I'm older. The ones that are older than me are in Mexico. So I didn't spend like that much time with them. I would see them periodically. But the younger cousin who I was talking about earlier, we used to fight all the fucking time. About but what? I was older. Uh, You'd fuck his ass he up. Would just, huh? He would just like, like he was so fucking annoying, dude. Like, <laughs> so, he doesn't start crying. I'm sorry. He I mean, knows, he knows. Probably. He knows. Okay. And then in the beginning, like he used to come over and like he would like, I'm just, just any way someone could be annoying, he would do it and he would just be a dick. And I would tell him, like, yo, stop. I'm gonna fuck you up. He wouldn't stop. And I'd end up fucking him up. Right. I always gave him a lot of warning signs. <laughs> Anyways, my family used to get mad at me. My family used to get mad at me because they're like, you're older than him. You should fucking not hit him. Fucking blah, blah, abusive, blah. Yo. Got to the point where it literally, like, I, they were coming and he was pissing me off. I went into the kitchen with my whole family. I was like eight, maybe. I don't even know how old I was. But I announced to the family, I was like, if you guys don't get me away from this kid, I'm gonna fuck his ass up. Like, like, I've told you guys so many times. I was like, I don't care anymore. I was like, keep him away from me or I'm going to beat the shit out of him and it's going to be your fault. And I just left. Blood is on your hands. <laughs> and then they were like, and then after that, like I would still, sometimes we get into fights, but I wouldn't get in trouble anymore. Cause it was like, yeah, like I bro, I went you in there and boundary. announced. I was like, so I announced. So when did you find out that he was actually mentally retarded? <laughs> and then you were beating know, up a bro. child who had issues. <laughs> Uh, dude, but he was like, dude, he would like, shut up. He would always try like, I would just be playing. He would just come and bite me on my back or some dumb shit like that. (laughs) Yeah. It was just like some, like he would always like, he was just a fucking asshole. I got in a fight with him on Christmas one time. Dude, I got to fight with him on Christmas. And this is like, I was a little older. I was like, probably like 15 at the time. And the whole night he'd been like following me around, like, yo, get the fuck away from me. Like just doing annoying shit. Like, like mimic, like just any way he could be annoying. And uh, we're finally leaving, right? And he like, me, my dad, and my mom. And we're leaving and we're like, all right. I, and I was kind of proud of myself. I was like, I made it through the day. I didn't hit him. You know, I practiced self-restraint. It's wow. Christmas. This is a family time. A this is family you. time. Yeah. We're walking out and he runs in front of me and he like, make, he just made some stupid ass. Like, he, like I don't know. It was just, it was, it was just the last oh, thing. No. Like, I couldn't take it anymore. It was like, like wait, like he, he, and I fucking open hand slap fucking Ric Flair. Open hand slap. Boom. Like his whole palm, his whole head. And he like flew off like the frame. And then I just smiled and I kept walking. And then he ran in front of me again and punched me in the face. Just oh. Boom. And I like saw, I just, I remember just reaching out and grabbing him and just seeing red. Like I wasn't even looking at him. I was like, ah! <laughs> and I felt my mom about to grab me to pull me off, and I heard my dad go, "Nah, he deserves." He, it. He like, he's like, "Nah, he nah. needs to get that." So my dad grabbed my mom and was like, "Nah, let it happen." And I just slapped the shit out of him like six, like blap, 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 David Soul style. And then he ran in the house crying. And then me and my parent, my dad was like, "Yo, we gotta go because." There's an issue here. We just gotta fight. I'm just saying that we just your your dad is the most irresponsible parent I've ever heard of in my life. Hey, we gotta get the fuck out of here. Yo, let's go, let's go, let's go. Dad's dad was such a G, bro. Anytime there would be something about fights or anything fighting related, he he would be he would get his dick hard, y'all. He loved it. And like like your mom is so responsible. She goes, I have your father goes. Not today. Not today. <laughs> it must be done. <laughs> Dude, my Dude, uncle, that was like Leonidas, bro. My dad was wild, bro. Like he, I, re- I have vivid memories in in elementary school of my. So like I would go to because I went to South Pasadena as a nice neighborhood. I'd go learn like nice neighborhood type education shit, and then I'd go home and my dad would teach me like how to fucking like get away with murder, basically, or like how to fuck somebody up and like <laughs> evade the law. So like I remember important he, like, lesson fights. Like he would he would tell me. uh 
Like he used to tell me in elementary school, he's like, yo, don't get in a fight at school. You're going to get in trouble. Like, don't, you don't want to get like suspended. That happened to me a lot. He's like, if you have a problem with somebody at school, just invite them over. Like you can, you guys can have a one-on-one. I'll make sure no one's, (laughs) he's like, my dad was like, I'll referee it. Just invite, like, if you have a problem with someone, just invite them or catch them after school, catch them alone. Catch his hands. You're dead Irish or something? Yeah. Yeah. Oh oh my God. And then then he would, he would be like, he's the departed is based off. Fucking what that. the fuck? So I used to tell kids like when I had problems, I'd be like, "Yo, you want to come over?" And they were like, "What the fuck you mean?" <laughs> what? I, like, to, I don't understand the threat. Like, you want to hang out? Like, What's up, you fucking loser? Oh, you trying to come to my house? You trying to come over, dog? You want to bring chili cheese dogs to the house? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. It was my dad was wild. But honestly, that's probably one of the most responsible ways to handle some shit. Honestly, it kind of we need a little bit of that to tell yeah. your kid if he if some kid is bullying your child and you're like, "All right, come to the house," and you guys get one-on-ones and there's going to be adult supervision adult making supervision. sure that no one gets you know yeah hurt too bad yeah that's pretty good a lot of cigarettes eight counts come on a lot of cigarette smoke in the air for sure yeah a lot of sure. cigarette smoke that's standard that's standard. Just, it's so funny too because I, I know with parents they tend to, ha- tend to have like selective memory like i remember when uh, i used to get in trouble a lot right so because I, I just by the way this is not like tough guy stories just when you grow up in a poor neighborhood everybody fights yeah if you're a geek nerd whatever everybody had a fight it just is what it is so Growing up, I used to get in a lot of trouble because I'm getting a lot of fist fights and stuff. I get suspended, whatever. And then I remember one time my dad looked at me. He goes, I don't know where you think that you could just solve all your problems with fighting. And I'm looking at him. I was like, are you fucking dumb? <laughs> you <laughs> like, you told me I should do this. He goes, I never said this, bro. There's a defining moment of my life. I remember this. So back in the day, uh, if you used to go to these flea markets, do you remember there used to be this stick with like glitter inside of it? And when you would flip it around, yeah, right? yeah. so my little fucking sorry ass, uh, back in the day, we used to call myself gay. Right? We wouldn't use that derogatory term now, but that's what people what would, used it be, now? What would, would it be now. What would it be now? It would be just be a man with good life choices. <laughs> <laughs> Open man, open, open man, open man, open man, open mind. A renaissance man. Yeah, a renaissance man, glitter boy. Glitter boy. Glitter boy. And also have glitter sticks. What's up? Glitter sticks. Yeah. That's their call, yo. This podcast is brought to you by ShipStation, my friends. Oh, have we talked about ShipStation on this podcast before? Because I love ShipStation. If ShipStation was a person, I would consensually kiss them on the mouth nonstop until my lips fall off. Shipping delays, supply shortages, holiday demands. Last year was a freaking mess. Now you're ringing in the new year with impatient customers, returns, and expensive shipping rates. Well, it's time to switch to a shipping solution that can handle it all painlessly. And that's ShipStation, my friends. Import orders from any sales channel. Ship using any carrier with deeply discounted rates. Automate just about any shipping task. If you have an online business, if you're selling anything through any, whatever avenue, you need to use ShipStation. Trust me. Customer service and shipping stuff is literally one of the hardest things to ever deal with. Trust me, I know. I have a clothing a clothing company. And uh, yeah, it's probably one of the more difficult parts of, of doing it. But ShipStation makes everything so easy. Save time by funneling all your orders into one simple interface. And no matter what you're selling, manage every order. Amazon, eBay, Etsy, or even your own website. Save money. Save your sanity. No wonder 98% of companies that use ShipStation for a, for a year keep using it for as long as they're in business. It's 
that freaking good. Ship more in less time with ShipStation. Use my offer code GeniusBrain to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months free of no hassle, stress-free shipping. Just go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in GeniusBrain. ShipStation, make ship happen. But uh, <laughs> I had one, and then there was these two kids in the neighborhood that jacked my glitter stick, right? <clears throat> and then I was just like, that's life. Yes, <laughs> right. I, I don't I have a glitter home. stick anymore. And you know, we're poor as shit. So when you have stuff, it's very important that you keep it. You, and you have to keep it for as long as possible. So they took the stick from me and I went home. My dad's like, where's the fucking toy that I got you today? He goes, oh, these kids stole it from me. And he goes, okay, well, no dinner. And you're not coming to this house till you get it back. Uh, and he closes the door on me. Whoa, that's fucking tight. So I had to go back. I had to get in a fucking fist fight with these kids and I had to get that shit back. I fucking got into a fist fight with two of these kids. It was an older brother and a younger brother. And it was this little, whatever, a kitty brawl, you know, and I got my shit back and I ran home. Nice. My dad and I showed him the stick. It was almost like a key. Like, like, I, like I, I beat the level. It's like, please let me in. Sir. I have the pass. And my dad yeah. was like, cool, dinner's ready. And he let me inside the house. Oh, wow. And I wasn't allowed to come back in until I brought this back. So when I was, when I first came here, I couldn't speak English. So yeah. I was like two or three years old when I came here. So my first language was Korean. So I used to get bullied a lot. Yeah. And so my dad always said, you can't do anything. If they, if they put their hands on you, then do whatever the fuck you want. And so that's how I would solve my problems. So it would like, you would be like, come over my house. I'd be like, <laughs> Put your hands on me and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. It would be the same line I would always say because that's the only way I wouldn't get my ass beat at home mm. is if they were the first ones to hit me because mm-hmm. then I wouldn't get in trouble. It would be self-defense. Yeah. So it would always just, I would just say, go ahead, do whatever you want. Get the first swing. And then after that, we would just see what happens. Damn, mm-hmm. my parents suck, bro. They wouldn't tell you anything like that? No, nah, my dad would be like, I got conflicting messages. My father would be like, you got to stand up for yourself, but you also shouldn't be fighting in school. And my mom would be like, just tell the teacher. But I wouldn't do neither mm-hmm. of those things. And I would just get beat up. Damn. So I'm fucking, I have zero. I have nothing. Damn. That sucks. Dude, your fucking sisters would narc on you when you get your ass <laughs> in school. This one had no friends. Wow, bro. Dude, that's sad. I get shit that's on making me time, sad, bro. dude. I know. It was a bummer. I'm hearing your guys' life stories. And I'm like, man, I didn't get shit. My dad used to tell me to hit first. He was like, if there's a problem, he, he was like, if, first of all, if you feel it rising, he's like, start swinging. <laughs> Talking about your dick, or you're like, <laughs> yeah, you feel like swinging that dick, son. He's like, as soon as you notice problems, he's like, it's be- he's like, fucking start swinging. He's like, then you get a group of your friends to say that we're there, and they saw him hit you first. That's a criminal, dude. <laughs> that was he would tell it. He would tell me. He told my friends too, like when they were over. He was like, "This is what you do." He's like, "Y'all ain't fucking narcs, are you?" <laughs> starts getting a hot brand, starts branding their forearms. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> This is a four-leaf clover. <laughs> you are now part of a clan. The sign of our people. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I can't. There was no check. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't get it. You got in a fight, so in elementary I school? I got beat up. Damn. <laughs> At the time when I, when I was in elementary school, like <laughs> I bro, beat up a lot, actually, <laughs> honestly, you know what I am good at? I'm good at being a punching bag. If there's anything I've been trained my whole life to be is a punching bag. I could take punishment for anybody uh, and be pretty fine. I think. Yeah, but that's, you're going to be a school shooter, bro. I know. You're going yeah, to you're gonna blow dude? up, dude. You're going to blow up. You're not even in school anymore. You're just going to go to a school and start shooting the fucking place. Up. <laughs> nah, man, that's true. No, I think my school shooter days was in like middle school. That's when yeah. I was like really mad at the world and shit. And then that's when I started trying to fight people because I was like, fuck this, yo. I'm yeah. getting beat up all the time. People call me chink in school. Damn. I got to start fighting people. You got I got to start doing something. And honestly, that's when people stop fucking with me. 
Yeah, you stood up for yourself. Yeah, dude. It's just it's just nobody wants to bully somebody who's problematic. They're yeah. always gonna pick somebody who's not gonna fight back. Right. It's just an easy target. Like if you fight, and this is all very pending on how real the danger is. Obviously, yeah. if somebody <laughs> has a knife to your throat, don't go fucking Detroit, you you know, survival guy. Maybe you should. Maybe you should, survive. Maybe you should just block from Detroit here. Detroit urban survival techniques or tactics or whatever. I don't know if you should just, you know, do that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's not like, work. Yeah. But, but you know, I got bullied by a person named Lorraine, and you figure out if that's a boy or a girl. Mm. Oh, was it a I don't girl? know, actually. No, I think it's a boy. I thought for initially you thought got, it was a girl. First of all, anybody who gets bullied by the French. <laughs> All right. It was a black kid named Lorraine. A guy. A black kid named Lorraine. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. And he used to, he used to terrorize me. Well, hold on a second. He used to terrorize was he French? Me. He, Lorraine. He, not, not from, like, he wasn't from the French side of wherever he was from, bro. Like, he was, he was very, like, well, how'd you get bullied by a kid named Lorraine? Though? He was very problematic, this kid. So when he called issues. you a chink, you should have just been like, your name is Lorraine. I didn't even I, I didn't even know that was a girl's name. I didn't know that was something you could make fun of. The you know? rain. I was I was so I, I was so not like thinking that way at all. Yeah. I thought everybody was my friend. Except Lorraine, who would break my Bruce Lee lunchbox. I had Damn. a cool little tin little Bruce he Lee lunchbox. lunchbox? Smash that shit, yo. <gasps> Smash that shit. For and what reason? He just came up to you and he was like, Sac le bleu. Sac le bleu. You don't need your lunch, you Chinese boy. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently <clears throat> he got kicked out of our elementary school. I, th- I don't know if he got kicked out, actually. He got in a bunch of trouble for throwing rocks over the freeway overpass on cars. Wow. <laughs> like, he was a badass kid, bro. Like, Dude, I wonder what his fucking family life was yeah, if that was he, a case. He had a way worse than I did. You know, like, I, I wonder where he is now. It's crazy that there were those kids where you were like, damn, they're, they, these dudes are going to end up in jail a thousand percent. Dude, I just thought about this recently. I remember this kid in elementary school. This kid's name was Ryan, right? And I don't know what his family life was like, but once again, like I don't question things. Like there's an uncle throwing cleavers at people and I'm thinking like it's all, it's all good. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. But there's this kid named Ryan. I remember he, you know, everybody would bring like sack lunches or they would have like the school food, right? And I would just do the school food just because I wanted American food Yeah. because my mom wouldn't, you know, make me this American shit. So I would get like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, Ooh. which is what all the poor kids would get because they would have these sack lunches because their parents couldn't afford food. But I'm like, give me that shit. Dude. Yeah, that shit was fire. That's what I want. Yeah. So I would get that stuff. But this kid would always bring and eat uncooked hot dogs. Uncooked weenies. Yeah. So it would just be like the ballpark <laughs> shit in the juice and everything. Oh. And he would rip it out and he would just start eating like oh. uncooked hot dogs oh. where it was a square. Oh. And I'm like, damn, dude. And when I look back as an adult, it's like, dog, what the fuck was his uh, child life like yeah. life in his home? Yeah. That they would let him walk away and just just open up this pack of hot dogs. And I remember he had to get held back. And here's the fucked up thing. I remember the teacher making him stand up in front of class and tell everybody that he's getting held back. Damn. You why? Yeah. Why? It's, isn't, a, it's a it's isn't a, that crazy? Like I just insane. remember this shit. I remember how embarrassed he looked, and he was a really cool kid too. And listen, damn <laughs> how fat I was. That motherfucker and I would eat those hot dogs together. <laughs> <laughs> so oh me and Rub Deep, I would eat Rub Deep's fucking onions. Damn. And I ate Ryan's like raw hot dogs. Damn. Yeah. You're feasting, dude. Yeah, I was having the time of my life. A balanced deep. meal. Oh, yeah. Deep. So I'll hang out with one group who was. <laughs> Groups, all the, the you whole know pyramid. how it is. Dude. If, I saw, if I saw American food, I wanted some of Hell it. Hell yeah! So, I did. You know what's funny? I did crave American food as growing up too, dude. The I used to fucking envy the kids who had the Wonder Bread ham and cheese yeah, sandwich. Dude. I'm like, let me get some of that delicacy, bro. Please. <laughs> I used to. I used to. I, I used to look forward to like school lunch some days. Uh, you know, just because like my mom would always make some food for me and. 
and like we eat that all the time. So I wanted some new shit like Lunchables. What a treat Lunchables. Lunchables. Yeah, I wanted all that stuff, man. And so like, I remember specifically just, um, <laughs> just, I would try to trade anything that I had. So I would like, just crave that fucking white bread. And my mom would be like, why the fuck do you want to eat this shit? It's yeah. not even good. I'm like, you don't know shit. <laughs> me fucking fried rice and shit. <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. You know, this kid would bring these hot dogs and he would share them with me. And I'm like, you were like, fuck Lord. it. <laughs> Oh, where did you get this feast from? <laughs> and we'll just be sitting there eating raw hot dogs together. Raw weenies. Pickies up. Damn. <laughs> Yo, you got them hot dogs today, baby? <laughs> I was like, Damn. I got them hot dogs. And we just be, you know. Damn. But yeah, the teacher specifically, I remember this kid, his head was down staring at his feet. Ugh. And he was like, she was like, tell everybody that, you know, you're, you're going to be what's happening to you next year. He's like, I won't be able to join you guys next year because I'm going to be held back. What grade were you guys in? This was, I, if I was at Anna Kirchgator at the time, this was before I got expelled. So the second grade. Damn, so, they made him do that in second what grade? What a dickhead ass teacher, yeah, dude. Like, I'm looking at wow. back at it now. Like, what the fuck was the purpose of that? Yeah, it just humiliated him. Yeah. Just humiliated the shit out of him. And this kid just, like, I, I don't know how terrible he felt. Sitting there having to tell the whole class that he's basically not as smart as That's everybody. Afterwards, she was like, stupid ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for reading those hard dogs. <laughs> Dumb bitch. That's so fucked up though. Like actually thinking about that. Like imagine you're a teacher. And that's what you do to your fucking kid. That there's a lot of stuff back. that they wow. used to do back in the day that for sure I know they wouldn't do now. Oh. In third grade, I remember this shit, right? And I will forever remember this. <laughs> <laughs> fucking shit. We used to do the times table, right? Uh huh. And so, depending on how high up you can go on the times table within a certain time limit, you would be awarded um, on ice cream Fridays um, toppings. So, mm. if you, you know, one times one is one, one times two is two, you go through that whole thing. Yeah. Well, guess what? On your vanilla Sunday, now you could have some sprinkles on it. You do up to two times two, two times three, two times four, and you can answer all that. Guess what? Now you get to add bananas. What? So the smart kids would have a full on Sunday sprinkles, <laughs> Damn. cherries, bananas, sicola, sicola. would say, sicola, <laughs> yeah. sicola. You know what I mean? All yeah. this fucking, Chocolat. you know, Chocolat. pistachios. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Pistachios. Pistachios. and pistachios. You know what I mean? And this yeah. kid, as a fattest kid in class i'm dumb i would only have vanilla ice cream uh, and i just sat there with my sorry ass vanilla ice cream just tearing up just only eating vanilla ice cream but you knew what one, one times one was that's pretty good barely that's good. dude that's, I, mean, barely. I kept on saying 11 <laughs> you got some right and so like it was embarrassing because you would literally see the dumb kids with only vanilla ice cream damn and all the smart kids would have just this crazy shit yeah which but where are they now? Huh? Where are they now? Diabetes. Uh, one of them actually is one of my really close friends. She's a lawyer. Oh. She just bought her house. Wow. <laughs> okay. Next anomaly. Yeah. What, what about the other one? Yeah. They're all doing pretty well. Which <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly good. is a good depiction of the real world, right? Yeah. Like if you work hard, you get rewarded things. But I think you should leave that in sports, not in math. Some yes. Are dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Math I think is she hard, assumed dude. I was smart because I was Asian. So she's kind of left me alone. I feel like my teachers in high school, like when it came to math, like I, I only oh. remembered like one teacher that really cared if you understood the math that we were doing. All the other teachers I've had always made you feel like you were a fucking 
idiot that you didn't get this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, you fucking moron. What's wrong with you? Yeah, like, X that. equals two. Duh, you fucking moron. Solve for X. Idiot. Yeah. You know? Idiot. But the whole time, <laughs> like, <laughs> but they, <laughs> like they also didn't, like, help you, like, really understand it anymore. Yeah. You know? They would just be like, oh, you don't get it? All right, moving on. Teachers are better now, dude. Yeah. I think they're they're starting to understand like how to educate versus just doing the same thing for every fucking kid because all true. kids are different. Because yeah. I could imagine you probably had like ADHD and shit. Yeah. I couldn't I stop moving. Of shit. I was just always so just fucking squirmy, but they would think that we're troublemakers. But it's just like, nah, I just... You're just a kid. Yeah. Dude, I feel like math teachers specifically are, the, are a weird brand of teachers because like my dude, I had this guy, Mr. McCoy, and I remember one class he just told it, he went to go get tested at, do, at, at the doctor's office. And he had malignant melanoma. That, the only reason I know that is because he told us that he had cancer. And, and like, we didn't learn math that day. He spent an hour and a half like contemplating his life and like the fact that he was like facing death to possibly to 13 year olds. What's I, wrong with this guy? He was weird, bro. I remember one time too, he got an argument with this girl, Opal. Like this black girl, Opal, and Opal oh. was cool, charismatic, but she was loud and she would like start shit sometimes. Charismatic. And then one time he like started yelling at her and like they, they got into a yelling match and he's like, yeah, he's like, I love you, Opal. I'm just here to teach you. And he like got really weird and it was just like, everyone was just, he everyone said, was like, I love you. He said, I love you. And it was, oh, she, she stopped yelling. And it was just kind of like one of, it was just everyone, we were 13, but we all knew that this shit was weird. <laughs> <laughs> Something was amiss. Yeah, so we're, like, we're, we're young, what? but we could feel. It's hot though, right? Because we're young. We're 13, yeah, but this is wrong. This is wrong, dude. I don't know what's going on here, but it's fucking weird. <laughs> Something's up. I can smell it. Well, this, when we're younger, we always expect these people too, by the way, you know, these guys who were teachers. At the time, if you look back at it, some of them were like 22, 23 years yeah, old. Yeah, bro. No, he, he was older, dude. Okay. This was yeah, like he a I love you, Opal. Yeah. That's a crazy he thing to weird. say in a class ever. Bro, that class was crazy. Especially in the heat of the moment, your response to somebody is, I love you. <laughs> that's how you I love you, Opal. That's how you about this girl that fucking kicked one of the pregnant teachers in the stomach in my school. What? Oh, God. Bro, I was in the class uh, next to it, right? And this girl, by the way, was from what i remember a cutie uh-huh. but she was a badass like she she liked doing bad shit maybe kicking pregnant ladies she in the was stomach like, I, I just i just heard over <laughs> her somebody screaming in the other class and you know us being who we are at our school we just got the fuck up and left and just went. And the teacher's like where the fuck is everybody going yeah, yeah we just got outside and i literally see her being dragged out of the class and she was i'll fuck you up i forgot her name but she was she later on became my algebra teacher but she wasn't at the time she's like, i'll fuck you up and this lady is full-on like third trimester pregnant and she <gasps> fucking donkey kicks her <gasps> right in her stomach dude. oh my god was the baby Whoa. okay yes the baby was okay but i remember Holy just watching shit. her crumble to the floor just oh. holding her stomach crying oh yo if that doesn't make you quit being a teacher i don't know what will Whoa. Dude, my school was not the best man i don't know yeah, what it doesn't will. sound like it <laughs> it was not the best. like not she good. legit kicked the pregnant lady in the stomach and she was so sweet to me she was sweet damn yeah dude my high school had some weird shit and the crazy thing is our class was the nicer class the classes before us were way worse yeah damn so it it, it was like during the time where like gang violence was starting to dissipate so in our class it wasn't so crazy but like two to three years back it like Our school used to have fucking gang wars. Like they used to do uh, school lockdowns because people would start shooting each other Shoot. on campus. Like I remember when I was, fuck, was I, uh, that was before my cousin moved out the neighborhood. I think he moved out when he was nine. So I had to be what, six. So we were, I was at my cousin's house and this is right across from the high school that I used to go to called Florin High. They don't live there anymore and we don't either, but 
we were driving out and next thing you know, there's cops all over the place and you could just hear gunshots. So it was a race war. It was, it was like Asians versus Mexicans mm. and it was a full on just fucking shootout. Damn. And so my, my uncle at the time, it's uh, Abe's dad oh, told everybody to get down because he, at, he was, uh, he was a teacher at Folsom prison. So he was like, every, he told all us to get down in the, wow. in the middle of the van. So we had to lay on the floor mm. in the van and he just reversed and fucking jetted out of there. Yeah. But that was, art school was weird, dude, back in the day, man. What side were you on, bro? Huh? I was a part of the fuck La Raza, baby. <laughs> what you think, fool? They're all confused. Like, hey, your eyes are too small to be on this side. I'm like, what you mean, fool? What you mean? Oh, I'm he's cool with everybody. <laughs> I'm from Jalisco, dude. You can't tell, fool. I remember, I remember our high school, it was, it was my freshman year. And there was like a standoff between the black kids and the brown kids, like in the middle of the fucking like like quad. And, oh shit! And the helicopters were circling, bro. Like it was, it was Damn. like I remember it was the only year where shit was popping off like that between like the black kids and the brown kids. But there was always some tension. There's always like between a little the groups like, hmm. after that. But after those kids graduated, it kind of chilled out our year. Thank <clears> God, because our year was actually pretty diverse. But it, it was actually crazy to see that shit because the first time, like. A, like a month at a new school and you see these people about to stand off and our teachers would tell stories about how kids would would run through class and and just beat the shit out of somebody in the class and then dip out i hated the older class dude i remember i don't think i ever told this because i'm so embarrassed but i'll tell it now i don't give a fuck i don't know why i never told the story i remember one time and this happened to me and one of my other friends too by the same dude there was this white guy he we he was what we used to call back in the day a wigga he was the one white dude in the group full of black dudes. And you know, like the one guy that's in a, in a group of black dudes, he is trying so hard to be black. It's unreal. <laughs> this fool legit was like six foot three, skinny as a fucking beanpole. He actually yeah. kind of looked like Machine Gun Kelly. Uh-huh. I mean, he always had the fucking braids, like the cornrows in his yep. hair. Oh, wow. The whole time. <laughs> I remember, I'm just this kid at this AM, PM. I'm getting a slushy, right? I've never been checked so hard in my life. This guy's like four years older than me, by the way. Damn. I'm a freshman. I'm 14 at the time. So he's like, he got kicked out for sure, but he would have been like a freshman in college. So mm. I remember I got, I specifically remember it was the Coke slushy. I got that shit, right? Very I good. filled it up to the top. This dude standing in front of me is like, give me your Coke. And I'm like, who are you? Yeah. yeah. Right? I'm like, no. And I'm moving past this fool. <laughs> I shit you not. Slaps me. <laughs> in my face this little 13 year old fat Korean kid it's not just, funny I don't know why we're laughing he it's just not funny. slaps me right Damn. wow and I look at him and my eyes start tearing up I'm like Oh, God. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. The fool slaps the shit out of me, and he steals my Coke slush. And the fucking AMPM guy just watched the whole thing go down. He, he didn't, didn't do, do anything. Shit. That's fucked wow. up. Yeah, and I was just sitting there. I just remember I was, like, tearing up. Did he give you another one? Huh? Did he no. let you get another one? No, I just fucking cried and I left. And he just took my shit. <laughs> it's because you ran off too quick. He, 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 if he what was happening, if you, yeah. if you stuck around, he would have given you what is your fault. Like, <laughs> it's like, your fault. <laughs> you know what? You to blame her, dude. He still, I still remember. <laughs> shit. If I saw him till this day, I would remember his face. Damn. Because I know he went to our high that school. That motherfucker's dead, bro. I don't think I was in high school at the time. I had to be around you. I mean, obviously, it was a while ago. I think I was like right uh-huh. in between the summer before I went to high school. But he... 
everybody knew who he was because he also did this to one of my other buddies too. He's a coke he jacked at the same AMP. So he would just <laughs> That's his spot. spot. That's his spot yeah. dude. This is my spot, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, spider web. Like <laughs> Damn, bro. Yeah. So he also like slapped, like, I think he smacked my other buddy and he's like took cash from him, but he just took my coke. Fuck. And I just remember tearing up because he was so much bigger than me. I couldn't yeah, do anything. Yeah. And it was him. And all of a sudden, all of his homies outside just laughing at me. Yeah. Like, you just wait till I get older. I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. Ass. Yeah, and you're a kid, bro. You're yeah, 13. I'm a little fucking you're literally kid. a kid, yeah. like a child. And this grown ass man slaps, slaps me and the shit. Coke. But if you're gonna steal from somebody, oh you should God. steal from a small child. You know, honestly, yeah, he probably could have just took your coke, and it would have been the same result. You wouldn't yeah. have to slap, have to slap, have to slap me. He open hand slapped you, damn. Because I didn't know what was going on. He's like, "Give me your coke," and I'm like, "Huh?" Oh my god! I'm sure before that time, that was one of the only times someone has ever like just outright asked you for your shit. Yeah, <laughs> they took yeah. it like That's stupid what? fucking AMPM Rafiq. They should have done some shit, asshole. Rafiq didn't do shit. Didn't even offer you another one. No, he probably would have made you pay for the other one. Too. I know. <laughs> you just see Rafiq just standing there like. Yeah, it's gonna be five fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you still gotta pay, dude. That was rough. Fuck, guys. Well, that Damn. wraps up this episode of Fucking the Genius Brain Podcast. <laughs> Stupid ass Rafik should have just gave me a coke after I got slapped. But you guys can catch Nick at Nick the Ear. You can catch fucking Pat at Patrick.t.riley. And you can catch me at my therapist's office fucking worrying about this coke that was slapped out of my hands. Uh, Genius Brains every Sundays at 12 p.m. And we'll see you all next time. It's funny, it's funny to imagine a little David. Like this little slapped. David, bro, just get slapped. Backpack, with the backpack on. Yeah. With, nice the, with the little hat and shit, Tucked yo. Shirt. Yeah. That hat with the little spinner on the back. Yeah. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.